Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. There's a great debate, especially over the last decade or so, about the place of religion in public life. The debate was particularly fired up in the wake of September 11. Religion can no longer assume a privileged position, privileged access to the political system, to public life. More and more, is there a separation of church and state, quite literally, which adds all the more interest to a program called the Lachlan Macquarie Internship, has nothing to do with formalised church or religion, but it's seeking to foster a greater appreciation of a Christian worldview in public policy, raising up tomorrow's leaders. In 10 or 20 years' time, it'll be interesting to see where many of those who are benefiting from this scholarship will end up. Its director is Nick Jensen, and Nick joins us now on Open House. Nick, welcome. Thanks for having me, Lee. Nick, why is there a need for something like this in what is essentially a secular society? I think we're seeing with the current state of politics that people are crying out for leaders of value, leaders of integrity, uh, and leaders of faith from our perspective. And uh, this, this program is partly a response to seeing Christians who are in the political sphere really struggle when they get there, you know, and not just politics, but law and media because of the pressure of those kind of environments, the, the challenges to uphold your faith and have integrity, um, and even being able to articulate what you believe and how that translates into a policy about homelessness or refugees and a biblical perspective on that. Have you got a view about why values have been sucked out of the political system as we know it today? Well, I guess, Lee, that Australia is now living in what could be considered a post-Christian society, so its foundations were built on Christian values and democracy and freedom and these kind of uh, justice issues. Uh, But now we're seeing new philosophies come up, new ideologies rise up, and with that comes a shifting ground of values where we can't pin things down anymore. And I think that makes it more and more difficult, uh, particularly for politicians, to make policy good policy based on what the Bible articulates as good, true and beautiful. There'd be some people who'd say Australia is a Christian nation, but a lot more others who would say... We're not a Christian nation and never have been. What would you say to that? Uh, I think, think that all you have to do is uh, hear the prayer at the start of Parliament to realise that we are built on uh, a strong foundation of Christian values. And if you read some church history, you realise that, in fact, the entire idea of a secular democracy um, came out of Christian thought. Um, in terms of where we are now, I think that the right there has been a shift away. Christianity still has a very strong influence in Australia. I think about 60% of people still find an association with the Christian denomination. Um, But that is clearly being eroded with a lack of understanding of the Bible and its values. Um, So we are, I I agree, shifting from that position. Okay, so cue the Governor Macquarie internship. Why Governor Macquarie? Well, we chose Governor Macquarie because I think he articulates very well what a Christian figure in public life can look like. Uh, Governor Macquarie was very strong on... Uh, helping convicts become settlers. Uh, He was very strong on Aboriginal rights, and uh, him and his wife even started the Bible Society. And so, in in a way, he really just showed how you can demonstrate integrity and faith while still holding a public position, that it is possible. And Governor Macquarie was very foundational in bringing Australia to where we are today. I'm going to ask you about that in just a moment, whether that is still possible to have a figure like that with that kind of influence. But for now, Mm. tell us how the internship works, where it operates What are the kinds of things it does? Okay. Well, the internship is run just outside of Canberra, and it's a three-month intensive for postgraduate Christians who have a strong faith and strong academic ability 
who are looking to enter public policy. So we have between eight and ten people come in for a three-month period and they will learn theology, philosophy, uh, history, political ideology, really just an understanding of where how law and politics have developed um, as well as this church-state divide and, and how that's grown. Um, as part of that as well, we have uh, dinner guests come up, a whole range of significant prominent Christians who have been in public life and have wisdom to share. So this next one, just about to start, we have former Governor General Michael Jeffrey coming up, uh, prominent economist Ian Harper. We've had Patrick Parkinson, who's a, one of Australia's top family lawyers. These kind of people coming in to have dinner and, and talk about these kind of issues. And as well as part of that, it's a really a networking opportunity. So these interns will spend a week with a member of federal parliament, um, as well as visiting various organizations and understanding how policy is shaped and how it works. So the principle is very much do this in community over those months. Certainly. It is, it is based in community for the simple reason that when you're in community, um, and, and I think church history has demonstrated this through many, many movements, uh, you grow and develop a lot quicker. Um, your weaknesses do come out. And these are things that if you're going to go into public life and leadership in the future, these are things that need to be dealt with before you do. Otherwise, they'll come up uh, when you're you know, too late to deal with it or it comes up in the public life where it blows up in the media. So that's the idea of community. But it's also just a way to get away from the world to have a think and develop your vision and values before entering public life. Who's backing it, Nick? So this is an initiative of the Australian Christian Lobby. Um, and the reason that they've put so much money into this is because in their association with Christian politicians in those upper echelons, um, this is the need that they address. We need, they say we need good people coming into parliament and we need good people coming into media and law, people who have an articulate faith, people who have unshakable integrity, people who know what to expect in stepping into these environments. So it's really a response to that, to see that there is a need and for Christians who are looking to enter this area, it's a chance to equip them and support them before they do. In terms of those aspiring to or being conditioned for an entry into politics, it's important, I suppose, to say no one party will have a stranglehold on these people. This is a multi-party endeavour? Certainly. Look, um, the Australian Christian Lobby has done quite well in working with both the major parties and not being partisan, um, and to the point that in the development of this course we've had very senior Labor and Liberal figures involved, as well as a range of different denominations, to make sure that that can't be one of the accusations. This is a, a non-partisan and the interns from this will go into a whole range of parties if they decide to follow politics in the future. What are the kinds of courses that the people who will be moving into this internship, what are they doing in uni at the moment or how are they working at the moment? We've had a really wide range of people coming into it. Um, usually two types of people will apply for this course. Uh, one is people who are fresh out of uni and are looking to get some experience in networking before starting their careers. And the others are people transitioning careers who have you know, got some experience under their belt and are now looking to affect public policy. So uh, we've had engineers, lawyers, um, journalists come through, business people, a whole range who are interested in now being effective and influential in public policy. Okay, so the aim is for many of these people to pursue careers in not just politics, but the public service and journalism, as you say. How do you view the state of those three arenas that you're targeting? How is Australia served by first politics, the political system, in your view? I think that the antagonism 
um, in politics, particularly between the two major parties, is something that Australians are quite fed up with. So to help people, especially Christians who aren't wedded to a political ideology, try and transcend this, I think, is, is really important. So politics certainly does need redemption from a Christian perspective. That combative thing has always been there, though. Oh, it has, but there is grace and humility you know, you can still have that in a robust debate, I think. And what we're seeing is a breakdown of that, which is, I think, where we need the teaching of Jesus the most in politics at the moment. What about the public service? How are we served by that supposedly independent public service, you'd hope? Yeah, well, I mean, being from Canberra myself, I do know a lot of public servants. And there are challenges of integrity at that level as well, where people are, are asked to do things that they're not comfortable with doing or, or figures being fudged they aren't cut and this isn't a common occurrence i'm sure but um there are these situations that arise in the public service so i think we need certainly integrity more and more in the public service as well um and so this this course will hopefully prepare people for that too and the challenges that they might face how do you believe the nation is being served by modern day journalism look uh, i think that journalism at the moment is is a real challenge in that um a whole lot of different activism elements coming into journalism and the depth of journalism is not what it once was. Now, this is partly the result of the techno technological age we're in. Um, but to to have Christian journalists in there who are really thinking deeply about the issues and are not just attacking politicians, but, you know, trying to work things through and realising the influence they have on society, um, I think is a, very much a necessity at the moment as is well. Is there a concern about how journalism is intersecting with the political system? Look, there is um, concern when ideologies and activism starts to creep into journalism and I think it's clear there is a lack of depth in certain parts of journalism um, and I think certainly a Christian journalist coming into that does need to focus on what is the the characteristics that come out of the Bible so things like goodness and truth and beauty and trying to bring those things to the front um, now that means not just attacking politicians to sell a paper that means not tearing down organizations um, because it makes for a good headline, but actually having integrity as journalists as well. So I think they do play an important part, but I think Christians would agree that redemption is needed in that area as well. Oh, yes. There are ways in which journalism is more and more, I think, as I observe it from the inside, running so much of the political process, if not the agenda day-to-day, -day, in mm -hmm. the 24-hour news cyclone that they call it, or even I've read recently the two-hour news cycle. And look, I, I met a, a politician, a very senior politician uh, not too long ago, who just clearly said that he, he didn't read the papers, you know, because he, he didn't want that to be what he was basing his decisions on. And I think there was, I don't think papers are a good thing, but I think there was a certain level of um, honour in that, in not being washed around like the waves. There won't be many to read in the near future, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's a tricky thing if you're raising up Christian people in positions of leadership in these three arenas. It's a tricky thing to know how far to push matters of faith there. For instance, Sky News pays me to be a journalist news presenter. It doesn't pay me to be a proselytizer. For a Christian, this is an important question. And uh, if you read some of the great thinkers, uh, Augustine, Aquinas, Calvin, Luther, they all wrestle with this as what should a Christian's engagement with the state be? And they all come to the, a similar conclusion in that it is, is very necessary that Christians shouldn't just try and cut themselves off from culture and society and, and state matters, but um, need to do it well. Uh, in politics, what, we're, what people fail to realize is that every political decision, every public policy, every piece of legislation is a moral decision. 
is coming out of a moral standpoint. A politician or a public servant's worldview is what's shaping that. So to, to say that Christians should just stand off of politics and not be involved, it's a bit silly because someone's morality is being legislated. And if Christians believe that we have uh, access to the truth in Jesus Christ, then certainly Christian morality needs to have an important place in public life. And yet, so much of the system, the party system, for instance, journalism, for instance, is set in stone. I don't know what it's going to take to break that, crack that system and do it a different way. Well, look, I have to confess that um, I, I don't know the answer to that question or what will bring redemption to these areas in the future. But I guess what we're trying to do with the Lachlan Macquarie internship is create this next generation of people who can develop these visions, wrestle with these questions and can bring change. Uh, so that would be certainly one of the long-term goals of, of helping people think through these things properly. I wanted to finish practically. How might these men and women actually change things in practice? Can you... Think of a practical example where someone like this has emerged from this framework and made a true difference. Mm. Well, the, the classic example of a Christian in politics is William Wilberforce, who, I mean, if he wasn't there, slavery would have probably taken a lot longer to be abolished. Um, he he realised that part of his responsibility as a Christian was making good law, and we're internally indebted to him. Um, in terms of the people that have already done this internship, we're, we're seeing some wonderful things happening already. Uh, one intern is now heading up an uh, interdenominational group which is looking at religious freedom and, and the church's response to that. So uh, helping to equip and support these people is really important because these are the ones who are going to be shaping our future. And we want, if they're going to present a Christian voice, we want it to be a well-informed one, one that's faithful to the Bible and one that holds itself in the highest integrity. We're going to put the details of the Lachlan Macquarie internship up on our Open House Community Facebook page. Wish you all the best with it, Nick. Thanks very much for joining us on Open House. Thanks, Lee. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.